RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, October 6th, 2020, and this is your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. On today's show, Sir Patrick Stewart completes his set of Shakespeare's sonnets with a tuxedo and a martini. Jonathan Frakes would like to see the Tarantino or Hawley Star Trek movies, but says the Kelvin timeline would be more likely. And I've got this week's Trek trivia. I'm Alison Pitt, and today's show is supported by people like you through Patreon. Now through the end of October, take advantage of a special Discovery-themed offer. Join at the 1031 tier and up, then get a free magnet. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Bye, George. He's done it. Sir Patrick Stewart has completed his reading of all of Shakespeare's sonnets, and to celebrate the final one, he went out in style. Now, if you'll recall, back in March, fairly early in the stay-at-home orders due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the Star Trek Picard actors started reading Shakespeare's sonnets. It all started with Sonnet 116, the response to which was so positive that Stewart decided to start back from the beginning. At the time, he said, I was delighted by the response to yesterday's posting of Shakespeare's Sonnet 116, and it has led me to undertake what follows. He then started a thread with another video. That video was of Stuart reciting Sonnet 1. Fast forward to this week, and on Saturday, Stuart completed the series with Sonnet 154. He dressed up for the occasion in a tuxedo, complete with bow tie and a rather fashionable martini. In a tweet, he said, Sonnet 154, the final one. Here's to everyone who's been so kindly watching and listening to these sonnets. We never expected anything like this, and we appreciate it enormously. Thank you. As with all the performances, this one was heartfelt and masterful, as you would expect from the seasoned Shakespearean actor. In some ways, the reading was bittersweet. While it was wonderful to have been treated to so many performances, recall back in March that many of us did not expect to be still dealing with the effects of the pandemic. When Stewart started Sonnet 1 more than six months ago now, he said, When I was a child in the 1940s, my mother would cut up slices of fruit for me. There wasn't much. And as she put it in front of me, she would say, An apple a day keeps the doctor away. How about a sonnet a day keeps the doctor away? You can catch up on all of Stewart's sonnet performances, they're each a couple minutes long, on either his Twitter or his Instagram feeds. He's at SirPatStew on both platforms. Now, we're going from Captain Picard over to his number one. And Star Trek actor and director Jonathan Frakes took a moment to weigh in on the fate of the Star Trek movies this week in an interview with TrekMovie.com. Frakes has previously served as director on five Star Trek series, along with two of the franchise films, Star Trek First Contact and Star Trek Insurrection. Now, while he isn't currently affiliated with the film side of the franchise, he did share his opinion on where he thinks it could be heading in the future. Given a hypothetical scenario in which Emma Watts, president of the Paramount Motion Picture Group, were to call him up and ask for advice... Frank said he would suggest going with the rumored Tarantino-led film or the Noah Hawley project, which is currently on hold. If you're lucky to get either of them, Frakes added. 
And if they are too busy to direct, I'll be available, he said with a laugh. Now, while the seasoned director seems to take on a never-say-never attitude about both projects, he doesn't see them as likely candidates for the next Star Trek film. What is more likely, in Frakes' opinion, would be a continuation of the Kelvin Timeline films, particularly one with Chris's Pine and Hemsworth sharing the screen. That's probably the one that has the most hope of being made first, because there's already an audience, Frakes said in the interview. After Paramount shut down Star Trek for five years, J.J. Abrams relaunched it, and in my taste, very successfully. He went on to say that he would be curious to see what a Tarantino Star Trek film would look like. Already a fan of Noah Hawley's work on Fargo, Frakes said he wondered what the writing could be like if Hawley had his chance to write and direct. Even with these possibilities out there, Frakes still sees a Kelvin Timeline Star Trek film as the most likely venture for the franchise from a business perspective. Now, while we continue to wait for the next move toward a Star Trek film, you can read the full excerpt of the interview with Frakes at trekmovie.com. Now, I've got Trek Trivia Tuesday here in just a moment, but first, a word from me. One of the things we pride ourselves on here at Daily Star Trek News is bringing the latest news to you wherever you happen to be. That means publishing to YouTube, the podcast feed, the daily newsletter, and the website and social media every weekday. But did you know that we do that with only three people? Chris is our writer. He writes half the stories on a given day. Marina keeps an eye out for Star Trek events going on around the fandom. And me? Well, I do the rest, including writing, hosting, editing, and publishing. Now, we make all that happen with support from you. Sometimes that's by paying for tools that make our lives easier, and sometimes that's compensating our team for their hard work. And all the time, knowing that you like what we do and you want us to keep going, well, it helps keep us going. (laughs) Now, it's just a small thank you all this month. New and existing patrons at the $10.31 tier and up will get a little perk a free Trekkin' Every Day magnet. To find out more, just head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And however you support us, a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Now, it's Trek Trivia Tuesday. Did you know the Star Trek Picard episode Nepenthe was named after the planet in the show where Will Riker and Deanna Troy retired with their children. The planet itself was named in reference to a fictional medicine, a drug for forgetfulness, that was mentioned in ancient Greek mythology. So now a trivia question for you. In Nepenthe, we are first introduced to Kestra Troy Riker, Will and Deanna's daughter. Incidentally, the actor who played Kestra has a birthday this week, Lulu Wilson turns 15 tomorrow, October 7th. But who or what was Kestra Troy Riker named for? Find out on Friday's episode of Daily Star Trek News. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Now through the end of October, take advantage of a special offer. Join at the 1031 tier and up and get a free magnet. 
Find out more at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know, and this week in Trek history. I'm Alison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com The Roddenberry Podcast Network.